0: Hello, good morning, everyone. I'm Pat Ocasio, Women uh, Prevention Specialist at Hudson Valley Community Services slash Cornerstone, and we're here welcoming um, Naomi, which will introduce herself, Andrew, and of course, Norma O'Brien, Family Nurse Practitioner at Sun River Health, and she will also be uh, speaking this morning.
1: Good morning, everybody. My name is Naomi Kabalkin-Bunnenberg. I'm the Senior Program Supervisor at Hudson Valley Community Services, who is now a Division of Cornerstone Family Health as of today.
2: Hi, I'm Andy Reid, and I am an SDI tester, phlebotomist, uh, anything else you want to throw at me. I work for Hudson Valley Community Services, uh, a Division of Cornerstone uh, this is our very first day. It's the very first day I've ever said that, as with Pat and Naomi. So, nice to be here. Um, and I'm... I'm sorry. Pat. sorry, Norma. <laughs> sorry.
3: I'm Norma O'Brien. I'm a family nurse practitioner at Sun River <laughs> Health I'm in the Monticello office. Congratulations to all of you that this is your first day with Cornerstone. Yeah, okay. thank you. Yes, you're welcome.
2: Norma, now, I know that uh, Sun River Healthcare is a merger between... Uh, Hudson River Healthcare, and uh, who else is the other organization? Right
3: so that but, was right point.
2: Right point. So you you must be a you must be uh, acutely uh, aware of what it's like to be part of a merger.
3: It's been quite interesting. Very interesting, yes.
2: Now, Pat, you have been responsible for bringing all of us together. So I will give you the floor and uh, you could possibly explain why we're all here.
0: Well, today I just wanted to kind of go over um, health and uh, COVID 19 and its effects on HIV and STI. And I wanted to bring everyone together so that we could come across. Uh, to all of our uh, challenges and what we have seen and witnessed and also inviting Norma O'Brien who is very, very broad in that area in family uh, uh, family practice and is able to give us some insight on the effects of COVID-19, STIs and HIV and what her opinion is on what she has seen um, in the recent months. And of course, you guys are more than welcome to have some questions for her and we'll see what we can do to kind of answer those questions and I'll participate in answering the question asking as well.
3: <laughs> Should I start?
2: Yeah, Norma. Okay.
3: It's been, what an interesting year it's been for all of us, as we know, and certainly for our, um, our patients, our clients, the people that we help. It's been quite an interesting year. Um, I, what have I seen? I'm trying to think. It's really affected everyone on some level or other, whether it, um, it's the individual themselves, it's someone in their family, um, their children, the, the, the entire school, how, you know, school now, and it's affected everybody on some level or another. Um, can I say specifically, you know, it depends. I, I, I always ask my patients when they come in every time throughout the last year, How are you doing and how has COVID affected you? And everybody has a different story. Um, It's been challenging. I'm very hopeful though, very, very hopeful. Now that we have the vaccines and Johnson & Johnson has joined the team here in in the United States, they're going to start as well. They're manufacturing, we'll be getting them soon. And I'm very hopeful that um, things will be changing, I think, before
2: the end of the year. And Johnson and Johnson, uh, they have created a one vaccine, one one time vaccine, haven't they? One dose vaccine.
3: That's correct.
2: So it's well, interesting to find out how that plays out in terms of, um, you know, its efficacy and whether you know what effect it will have on people getting the the, the vaccine. So
3: it's interesting that you say that. I so saw, of course, I was, I was watching one of my favorite people. I probably shouldn't say that, Dr. Fauci. So I was listening to him this morning. And um, here's the thing. Um, it's probably 85%. Don't hold me on these numbers. I wish I had written them down. But the it's actually less. It's about 74, 75% efficacious. However, once you um, have, if you do, in fact, get sick, it's 100% that you will not have to be you will not be hospitalized. So if there is some
2: coverage for you, and,
3: and the thing of course that has been killing most of the people has been being in the hospitals, being intubated, those types of things, being unable to be extubated, the respiratory problems that many people have had. So knowing that perhaps those people, although they, they may be sick, will not have to be hospitalized this huge. And one, sh- one vaccine is good because sometimes it's difficult to get those people back in, whether it's, whether it's transportation, any number of reasons why people may not be able to come back for the second vaccine. So one is very good. It's, it's, it's very exciting.
2: What I will say, uh, Norma, is uh, you're very right. And that's something that we're acutely aware of, Naomi uh, being the most experienced in the organization in terms of the STI and HIV testing. Uh, you know, in terms of being here for so long, she is well one day. <laughs> um, you, you know, we do experience clients coming in and not coming back, and you know, and you know, in order to get that situation where we can give somebody as many services as we can on that day, well, we've got them there, well, they're captive. You know, um, it, it's it's a very important, and I think because of that, you know, the the one the one vaccine is going to be great in that respect. You know, because of it will cut down the amount of people not coming back. Exactly, I totally agree
3: with you. Yes, yeah, yeah. I also saw a lot of challenges with people getting
0: the vaccine in general, and I really we're really all grateful, um, Naomi and Andrew um, and the whole uh, organization for. Uh, Sun of uh, River Health, allowing um, a lot of our uh, staff be able to get their vaccines there. So I want you to you know share the word that we are really really grateful for that, and we appreciate those services that were kindly served and and wonderfully done. I we appreciate that as
3: well. Yeah, you're yes. very
0: welcome. And I
2: will on on a personal thing. note, uh, I would like to thank you, Angel, your, your 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 team, for the excellent care they uh, they provided me. Um, and I'm sure I speak for Naomi and I also. Um, thank you very much from the bottom of my heart uh, for, for, for giving me that opportunity.
1: You're welcome. And I just you know, say really that...
2: Know,
3: go ahead. I'm sorry, Naomi. Go ahead. Oh,
1: no, I was just going to say that just the way... I think that some of the fears that people have around COVID-19, so I think that, and I'm sure you've seen this um, with your clientele, there's a fear of even coming into a doctor's office. You know, like, are you going to have people there who have COVID? You know, am I going to be exposed? I mean, now we're all, you know, I'm walking around, we're double masking. You know, we're, we're, do not apologize for following the Fauci is the word to follow. He, you know, and, and I, but I think that we're, we're all very concerned about, you know, going into a doctor's office. When, when I said we went into Center for Healthcare, there was a few of us there who were together getting the vaccine. There was. Um, the seats were spaced beautifully. People were very professional. Never did I see a staff person pull a mask down. Never did I see a staff person not wearing a mask. Um, they were cleaning everything. And one of my staff knows that I happen to be a bit of a germaphobe pre-COVID-19. Uh, now post-COVID-19, I'm, I'm even more so of a germaphobe, but um, they were cleaning everything. And ev- the, the system, everything was just seamless. And what I what we saw, and we of course got um, the Moderna and we'll be going back for a second shot. um, In March, Um, actually, this is March, right? So in about two weeks, we'll be going back for our second dose. And what I can say is that the some of our healthcare made us feel very safe being there, and very comfortable being there. So that was one piece to it. The other piece is, you know, we are very fortunate. When we talk about, reaching disenfranchised populations and, and health equ- equity. you know, The two shots versus one shot's gonna be a big difference. <clears throat> Had Andrew or I not been um, in the economic position that we're in, that we ha- own cars, we would not have been able to drive out to Monticello. We both reside in Dutchess County and we could not find vaccine in Dutchess County. You still can't find vaccine in Dutchess County. So we were fortunate enough to have that um, arrangement with Sun River Healthcare where they were like, we've got vaccines today, if you can be here in an hour and a half, and Andrew and I jumped in our cars and flew, but because it was that important to us. When you talk about community members who do not have access to a vehicle, who cannot drive an hour and a half to go get a vaccine, and certainly can't do that twice. We've had people who have had to call out because we've extended this to educators, we know, we've extended this to to anybody who who qualifies, and they're able to call out, you may have people who are working hourly, they cannot call out, they cannot skip two days worth of work, to then also figure out how they're going to get an hour and a half away to get this vaccine. I think that the one shot is going to make vaccinating the mass populace that much better. And yes, it may not have as high of an efficacy rate as Moderna, but, and the Pfizer, but it's gonna gonna decrease hospitalization. And it's that severe illness. People can, a mild case of COVID-19, and I'm sure you're seeing this with your practice, mild cases of COVID-19, people are okay after a few weeks. So if this is going to give people a mild case versus a a severe case, that's what we're looking. We're looking to extend life. So what have you seen In terms of, because we we do a lot of STD testing, and we've seen from our end, you know, people, like I said before, about people being nervous uh, about going into a doctor's office and things like that. We've actually seen an increase of people coming to us for STI testing because they don't want to go to providers, or some providers are so focused on COVID, they don't have the availability for the STI testing. So have you seen anything like that at Sun River? So there are some people, there's no doubt,
3: who are a little weary of coming
1: in. Um, but you you see you've both seen
3: well, all of every we've all seen how we have sort of um, the distancing we have in our office.
2: And I think some sometimes uh, you know, just taking a uh, add- on to it, Naomi and yourself were say Norma, I think some people may have a fear of going into a, a doctor's office or a, a health center because they don't have any money and sometimes people equate going in there with some sort of a payment. Uh, or they, they, they'll they'll be broadsided a couple of days later with a bill. Uh so 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 sometimes people have that fear. Um so I, I think what you would say in 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 uh, stress to, to people Norma is this is free. You won't receive any bills, you won't be asked for any money.
3: Right. The vaccine is
2: free. Exactly. Imag imagine that. <laughs> I mean healthcare nothing in healthcare
3: is free, but it's free. Yes, for all of us. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Mm-hmm.
2: Pot.
1: Now, but also yes. Speaking to the, 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 the payments, um, so Sun River Healthcare, they don't just work around COVID-19, but they also work around any any illness, but you guys have a unique um, way of payment for other services as
0: well, correct? That's very, That's wonderful. I, I love that. And clients are always looking for anything, for fee scale. Um, I actually have a little story to share. Uh, When I moved up to Sullivan County, I did not have insurance. I left my uh, 15 year uh, healthcare job in the hospitals, and I had no insurance. And going into Hudson River Healthcare at the time was called, um, I was able to see a doctor. And um, one of the doctors was um, Dr. McIntyre. And, uh, after I spoke to her and I also had a little chat with Dr. Good, they hired me like a few, uh, like a month after, because they, we were just having a conversation and I said, listen, take care of me first. And once you take care of me, I'll consider the interview. And he says, okay, after this visit, you have an interview at 2 PM. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and that's how I got, um, in, uh, health healthcare because I, I needed to see a doctor and um, it was a $25 fee or less than that. And that was wonderful to know that I was uh, in accounting that I was able to go to a clinic and receive care. Not only care, I was able to, to work with you guys for a, such a, a wonderful time. So that's a great experience um, for me. Um, also Norma, I wanted to ask you, have you seen anything that can tie into COVID-19 and maybe, an STI that has not been seen for a while and maybe you can witness that. I know you're not working in that area of infectious disease to have an idea, but maybe if you've heard of anything.
3: In particular, but I can tell you that even with my patients, um, men and women, you know, um, Mm -hmm. they, I, I have to tell you, particularly younger people, they're very good about taking care of themselves. I think many of them and if they think perhaps there might be something wrong they come into the office I'm having an issue I need testing and they will come into the office
1: absolutely are these the clients that are more so established with you or are these new clients oh good yeah, you're no
3: yeah. I'm breaking out
1: Oh yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, the voice. That's okay. Um, so you're saying that both clients that are your 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 um, ongoing clients and new people as well. Yes. And and do you guys offer HIV and STI testing in site? On
3: site. Yes, we do.
2: On site. Um, Norma, do you offer prep? Uh, you do offer prep. Fantastic.
3: It's actually kind of yeah. um, because there's a whole other team that Dr. Um, and the Genesis team also who work with that, but um, primary care, care does it too. And I have a few patients on prep, it's quite exciting. That's and true. we're trying to
2: expand
3: the people who are taking it. Yeah, do you,
2: do you offer PET? You no,
3: know, uh, if we do.
2: Sorry, I couldn't quite hear you there. Did you ask me to explain what PEP is? Yes. Right. PEP is post-exposure prophylaxis as opposed to um, pre-exposure prophylaxis. Um, it's Some people call it like the, the morning after pill for, um, if, say, for example, for, for whatever reason, somebody may have potentially been exposed to the HIV virus. They have a very small window of time, up to 72 hours in order to to present themselves at a a health centre, an ER, uh, in order to get post-exposure prophylaxis. This medication is made up of uh, some of the medications that's used to treat someone who's HIV positive, and the idea is that that medication will prevent the HIV virus from taking hold potentially in that person's body. Uh, the person would probably take about medication for about twenty-eight to thirty days. Um, uh, so that's what uh, PEP is. And, and I, and I
0: think Andrew, it's uh, the exposure within a few hours. So I think it's a, a twenty-eight or seventy-two hours within that yeah. exposure. And From I
2: remember, an, in, yeah, immediate, in, immediate exposure, but the maximum time that you can. Take, uh, go without taking medication is 72 hours so the earlier the better and um, because it will help uh, it's, it's deemed that after 72 hours and then, uh, if the person has been exposed to hiv then then it has established itself in the body to an extent that medication won't work properly and, and also
0: mm-hmm. and, and also norma they would give uh, the pep is also familiar to healthcare. If someone got pricked with a needle in the healthcare system, it was what they would use at the time um, to prevent, you know, exposure from HIV, possibly. So a lot of the medical uh, fields and the healthcare would use that originally yeah. before PrEP was ever e- introduced.
3: Yes, I'm sure they
2: do. I'm not it clearly not as familiar, um, but. Sure they do i think i'm sure they do. well norma you can go away now and you can research and introduce it to sun river healthcare and be the pioneer for well, that well i think education. that's the
3: nogal i think it's
2: done i just am not familiar. I think it's- <laughs> yeah okay
1: I, I've, I've definitely had experience with clients who have gotten pep from sun river healthcare yes so so they, yeah it's just yeah. it's just not across the board it's not always something that people encounter so i can see that it just hasn't crossed your path um mm-hmm. Up, and, up, and, up until now, which might be a good thing. Maybe your, maybe your clients don't need it, which is, which is great. Um, but we were talking about um, Dr. Nar- Dr. Nagarajan and, and infectious disease, but we were also talking about the Genesis program. Um, Genesis, the Genesis program was a program that I learned about when I first started working here a while ago, and I think it's super exciting. Can you tell us a little bit more about it so that anybody who's watching can know what the Genesis program is and what makes it unique?
3: And it, it does work with infectious diseases very specifically. Um, it's it's HIV working with, with patients who are living with HIV. And there's a lot of a lot of, um, a lot of there's a team of four. Let me see there's a team of three and one person um is is a person who's living with HIV also it's part of that team. So we do a lot of um with the patients, a lot of support. Um, And I think that's a big component of it, the big support that the patients have in that program or in our organization, um, it's the support that they give to them. Uh, So
1: so just because the sound is going a little bit in and out, I just want to reiterate what you said. So the the Genesis program is a supportive program for folks who are HIV positive that can help um, with peer support as well as psychosocial support, just to help people get through um, initial diagnosis, initial treatment, anything they might be struggling with. Um, and it can be initial, but it can also be long-term as well. And I think that's the beauty of it, is you have people who are peers in the program, you have people who've been there, done that, and they can help you through. It's it's a really unique, and I think you said unique as well, it's a unique and, and really incredible program. So I strongly encourage folks that are looking for some kind of support around HIV infection um, to definitely reach out to the Genesis program. It's, it's a really fantastic program in my opinion.
3: Quite a, an amazing um, person. Um, Dr. Ardi Nagaraja, she's quite remarkable. Yeah, her absolutely
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to one day uh, work with her and offer certain services that they may not have available like uh, seeking safety curriculum for women um, at risk, and uh, that would be awesome for us to be able to collaborate together. I know that a lot of the programs that you guys have, Sun River Health have, uh, Hudson Valley Community Services has as well, slash Cornerstone, So, but um, in reference to the curriculum and the sessions that we do give or have available, I know that you guys don't have that at the time, so that would be great to be able to collaborate with that information with those clients that um, Dr. Nagarashi are, are seized um, on a daily basis.
1: And, we, and we've heard a lot of positive feedback from Dr. Nagaraja as well. So her passion shines through. Her patients feel it, which is great.
2: Excellent. And that's
0: wonderful. We're really, really grateful for uh, the programs and that we offer in the community, being that there's so many people in need of services, right, um, in the community. And here we are two organizations right that are coming together um not taking each other's patients but or clients but working together collaboratively to see where we can fit in or where we can help assist those clients as well in the community.
3: Pat that you've brought um both of our um agencies together to do this because there is such a need?
2: No um there's I know that we are, I'm aware of the time here, and I just want to make sure that we've covered everything that we would like to talk about. Does anybody want to talk about anything else with regards to, uh, well, anything really?
0: Well, I know that Norma, we spoke in the past, and I know that right now due to COVID, there's restrictions. So I'm looking forward to the near future for us to be able to collaborate a little bit more. And maybe with some outreach or uh, meeting sessions that we have a uh, plan in the future, we could come up with ideas where we can uh, make strategies of how we can come across to do those services that I would like to do, uh, seeking services for for women at risk. We also have a men's service that we have available, and we could also go uh, further on that if you like, uh, Naomi. Um, the the
1: services for men's services are pretty much. Um identical to women's services, um, in that we do HIV testing um, and STI, we do STI testing as well. Um, we can also, we're mobile, so we're not fixed in any one office with our testing. So we can actually go out to community events, go out into the community and do things um, so that we're not, it, they don't bring the testing to the clients rather than having the clients try to figure out how they're gonna get to our office, which tends to be uh, a barrier so it makes it a little bit easier for them. We also do education, just like Women's Services does, um, harm harm reduction, risk reduction education. We also do offer, um, we have a syringe exchange program within our agency, which um, we do have sites in Monticello where we are doing syringe exchange. Um, So if there's clients who are actively using or use syringes for whatever purpose, we can give them fresh, clean syringes. Um, We give out free work, like cookers, cotton, things like that. Just this way, so if somebody's going to use, they're gonna use it more safely, reduce their risk of HCV or HIV infection, um, which is a, a big deal, you know. Um, now, we, we have seen, I, I will say that we have seen an increase in overdoses since COVID-19. Um, and we're not 100% sure why. We think that part of the reason could be because, you um, Drugs were getting actually harder to get. Fentanyl was increasing, so more people use fentanyl, which was causing more overdose. So we have definitely seen that. We've seen a rise in um, gonorrhea in certain counties. Um, it's like doubled and tripled. Like I, I saw like a two hundred percent increase in like some counties. I was like,
3: yes, there has been,
1: yeah. So, you know, it's stuff like that where us being mobile testing and being able to go out into the community and bring the services to the community rather than having the community try to figure out how to get to us, um, us bringing syringes, um, talking about testing your your drugs to make sure there's no fentanyl in it. Or this way, if you do know that there's fentanyl in it, you can use less so that it's safer or just not use it at all if that's an option, not always an option. Um, and that's the approach we have we have a harm reduction approach we are not an abstinence-based thought process um it's how can we do things to make it safer um when you preach abstinence to clients oftentimes you lose clients so we we take a much different approach and we just say okay well how can we make this safer for you we want to keep you safe we want to keep you healthy um so that's some of the stuff that we we also offer obviously we have client servers and stuff like that but so do you guys um but some of the unique stuff that your clients might benefit from, like I said, are syringe exchange, um, on site testing services, uh, and the educational stuff, which I'm sure as a practitioner, you wish you had more time to do with your clients.
3: Right. <laughs> There's never enough time. <laughs> that's true. No, with I'm sorry, your 15 to...
1: seconds with your clients is up.
3: <laughs> yes. I'm always late, I'm always behind.
2: Um, no, and, and with regards to the to practitioner. There. With regards to the set program, I, I, I want to emphasise how close it is to Sun River Health. It's within walking distance. Um, right. Now it's at the—I don't know if I'm uh, got the name correctly—but it's it's at the, uh, the the food food bank area. Uh, the the is it the home un- homeless unit? Um, it's not far from. Federation for the homeless. Federation for the homeless. Yes, it's actually there in the car park. It's there Mondays and Thursdays, uh, approximately 11:30 until 1:30, on both those days. So if you needed to say ask somebody to or suggest to somebody that they could go there, they can establish a relationship. Uh, you know, sign up and receive ongoing support. Um, so that's that's important to. to, to, to mentioned that, that how how close it is to some healthcare. Um, That is
0: wonderful.
2: Now, um, from us all, uh, Norma, I just want to say um, a a huge thank you for what you're doing uh, in terms of the wider community, but also with regards to specifically the the COVID vaccine. so I would say it's important to emphasise how important that is and then the, the magnitude of you and your team for what you're doing. It truly is fantastic. And I thank you personally um, for, for what you've managed to give to me. And as I say, as we mentioned earlier, your staff were fantastic. I, I felt completely safe uh, and completely welcome when I was there. So... Yeah. Thank you.
3: You're very thank welcome. You. You're very welcome. Thank
0: you so much, Norma. I know that you know we have had all this uh, talk about what we wanted to do today. And uh, it's great that you were able to kind of lag on with us and talk a little bit about COVID-19 and its effects and all the wonderful things you guys are doing in the community as well. We want to thank you for that because it's a team. A team works together. So I appreciate that teamwork as well and all the service you provide in the community. We we'll really,
3: really, appreciate that. I wanna thank you so much for inviting
2: Okay, I think we'll leave it there. Um, uh, that leaves me just to say, uh, Norma O'Brien, Sun River Healthcare, thank you very much for your time and continued uh, greatness. Uh, Naomi Kabalkin, uh, Pat Ocasio, and myself, Andy Reid, thank you very much. Have a good day. Thank you,
3: thank you guys. You have a good day.